It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ultimate Outdoors Radio. On a quest to bring the outdoors to you. Once again, our resident guides to the outdoors, the captain and the wall dog. Hey, good Saturday morning to everyone in the outdoor world. If you are bored this morning, come on up to Fond du Lac joining us. Join us at Merck Nationals 300 Boat Tournament. Wally, good display of boats, motors, bands, a lot of fun all weekend. That's my hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got some good guests coming on board uh, today. Dale Anderson, he's from Mercer, Wisconsin, retired uh, Dane County deputy sheriff, now is a guide. Uh, it's called Mercer Muskies and More Guide Service. He's having some excellent luck up there on the flowage. And then later in the show, Tom Lochner talking about trophy smallmouth bass tactics. Well, Wally, that uh, I know Tom just fished up a tournament up in Green Bay and... I'll tell you, that Green Bay fishery, I think you could put it at the top of the list for premier in the world. I mean, for for smallmouth. Uh, you're talking six-pound average. Now, that's insane. I think the, we'll ask Tom, but I think the biggest one was over seven. So There was five over seven, was and there? Tom had one 6.82 pounds. Tom Lochner, great fish. There. Well, and they, that's a different – they do a little different style of fishing, too. So we'll talk about how they, how they approach that uh, fishery. But uh, every week we get to talk about gear. <laughs> Now it's time for the Ultimate Gearheads. This week's Gearhead segment is powered by Middleton Ford, Middleton, Wisconsin. Hey, before you start spending all your money on outdoor gear, have the Ultimate Gearheads check it out. They will set you straight. Hey, folks, stop over see Steve and Chuck for all the uh, summer specials at Middleton Ford. And if you need your truck or boat wrapped, check out Vital Signs in Verona, Wisconsin. They do an incredibly awesome job. So we're talking maps, Wally? Yeah, this week's really cool piece of gear is from Mapping Specialist Company. They're waterproof folding lake maps. If you're going to travel to a new body of water, the first thing you should do is get a detailed map of the lake. It'll show the boat launches, and it'll show you techniques on the back and details of hot spots. So, honestly, your sonars have a lot of this in there, but the definition and so on is amazing on these maps. So I use a combination of the map and my chip on my sonar to target fish. Well, you know, I don't know how many of those maps I have, but, you know, we're all busy. So the best way to approach any lake or tournament you're going to fish, you can sit at home with a map and your sonar on and almost just waypoint every possible spot you're going to want to fish without even being on the water. And uh, I've been looking at the, the Lake Monona one for the uh, Oziki tournament uh, that that just happened and. uh you know, the Merck National one, I sat there and studied maps. And, yeah, I mean, for the price, you talk about a wealth of, of information for brake lines and so on. They're fantastic. Hey, I've got a did you know here, Captain. Yeah. 
Did you know when cornered, an opossum will fall into a death-like state? Therefore, the term playing possum came about. But they'll do this for up to three hours. Can you imagine sitting still for three hours? I don't think I could do it. I've seen a few guys <laughs> like that in my younger days. <laughs> they were out for like three hours, too. And they were supposed to be working, right? Well, a possum's body is 13 to 20 inches long. Their tail is 9 to 15 inches long. And they weigh from 4 to up to 15 pounds. How about that? Well, folks, you know, uh, it's it's summer. The skeeters are bad, but uh, the, the fishing is going to straighten out here. And, you know, the, the best thing to do if you've got a family um, that want to, you know, you just want to get them out and get some tugs on the line. Either hire a guide or I guess our tip can be no matter what lake you pick with these weed lines, the easiest thing is just to follow a weed line. And if it bumps out, you know, you're in 8 to 10 feet of water. Generally, where there's any change in the weed line, there's a point. You look for some boulders on that point, possibly. If you throw a slip bobber or a bobber down there, generally um, with a crawler or a leech on, you're probably going to catch something. That's just, you know, that's just the way it is. That's how we fish. Well, you mentioned a point, and so that means there's an inside turn on each side of those points. Yeah. And that's one thing we like to look for. Figure out which way the wind direction is blowing into that point and work that inside turn because that stirs up those walleyes, perch, and other fish that are working that inside turn on that point. Well, Wally, I noticed I shared Dave Dewey's post. Uh, things are on Delavan and Geneva are heating up down there with, with the bite. Uh, people can call him down there. I know Wolfpack Adventures has been on Michigan. They've been on Green Bay. Um, and the bite's going well there. So I, I think these warmer water temps are finally getting these fish to uh, to get, get going, as we say. Well, you mentioned mosquitoes earlier, Captain. I don't know if you use them, the thermocell. Yep. It's an amazing item. They're small, uh, about the size of a flashlight, and they use butane, and you click them on, and they'll keep mosquitoes up to 15 feet away in a, in a circle around you. They're awesome. It's called a thermocell. Yeah. If you're heading to the Mississippi, make sure you check down there. It's been at flood stage, so uh, be safe. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk with Dale Anderson from up north in Mercer. We're going to get a fishing report. Stay with us. You're on board with Ultimate Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Ultimate Outdoors Radio. Catch us live worldwide on iHeartRadio. Once upon a time in a town near you lived a young lad who dreamed of a cleary building that was gray and blue. The lad wondered, how do I make my dreams come to light? A man came to him and said, Don't worry. Try the new Clary website. So the young lad started his advanced building search with a grin. There was a virtual planner, colorizers, and even videos on how to begin. The moral of the story I bring to you, visit the theallnewclarybuilding.com. You'll be glad you do. If you love hunting, shooting, and spending time in the great outdoors, you're probably already a part of the Vortex Nation. Hi, this is Paul Neese from Vortex, and we have a huge selection of rifle scopes, rangefinders, binoculars, and lots of other cool gear. Our compact Vortex rangefinders are extremely easy to use. Choose from the Impact, Ranger, or Copperhead models. Vortex also offers a high-quality rangefinding binocular. The Fury HD laser rangefinding binocular offers dual-purpose functionality, a crystal-clear binocular, and a 
rangefinder capable of ranging reflected targets from 10 to 1600 yards. If you're in the market for a long-range tactical rifle scope, take a look through the new Diamondback 4 to 16 power first focal plane rifle scope with 30 millimeter tube, tactical turrets, and the EBR 2C reticle. The Diamondback is also available in the 6 to 24 by 50 size for long-range shooting. All Vortex products carry our lifetime, unlimited, unconditional VIP warranty. To learn more, go to vortexoptics.com. Hi, Tom Lochner, Wilderness Fish and Game in Sauk City. If you're a military veteran or youth trap and skeet shooter, Wilderness Fish and Game has great discounts to save you big. We owe a lot to our veterans and the youth are the future of our sport. Stop by and visit with our expert staff to find the right firearm from the area's biggest selection of over 1,300 firearms. If you're a veteran or youth trap and skeet shooter, you won't find bigger savings. Wilderness Fish and Game. Thank you to all our veterans from Wilderness Fish and Game in Sauk City. Hello, this is Philippe Cocard owner of Wolosham Winery and Distillery in Prairie du Sac. I'd like to invite you and your family to visit our new distillery where we craft Wisconsin-grown and distilled brandies, gin, absinthe, with whiskey aging in barrels. We offer spirit tastings daily with guided distillery tour on weekends. Enjoy award-winning family-crafted wine and spirits at Wolosham Winery and Distillery, 25 miles northwest of Madison. Visit Wolosham.com. When you're ready to enjoy the outdoors, you need to call Quam's Marine and Motorsports in Stoughton at 608-873-3366. Quam's Marine and Motorsports is family-owned and operated, serving customers for over 75 years. Quam stocks boats, ATVs, side-by-sides, snowmobiles, and trailers. See the best brands in the industry, including Crestliner, Ranger, Bennington Pontoons, and Chaparral. All powered by dependable Mercury Yamaha Evinrude and Mercruiser engines. Visit QuamsMotorsports.com. Hi, Tom Lochner from Wilderness Fish and Game in Sauk City. We've just doubled the size of our store and we want you to reap the rewards. Join our text club to get exclusive limited offers on hunting and fishing gear. You like to fish? Text the word fishing to 57838 to get our best deals on tackle. And if you like to hunt, text the word hunt to 57838 to get special deals on hunting gear. Wilderness Fish and Game in Sauk City. Wilderness Fish and Game. Join our text club at 57838. In 1978, one company revolutionized the metal building industry. That company vowed to do things the right way, using the best materials, the best engineering, and most importantly, the best people. That company is Cleary Building Corporation. And we still continue to do things the right way. Hi, I'm Sean Cleary. Visit clearybuilding.com today for your next storage, commercial, or egg building. Cleary built with pride, for the Shamrock supplied. Hi, this is Paul Neese. Thank you for supporting Vortex Optics. We are a family-owned company based here in Wisconsin, but known around the world. Check out our Razor, Viper, and Venom red dot sights. These compact, high-performance sights are incredibly versatile and mount easily to your AR, shotgun, or pistol. Many of today's newest pistols come standard with cutout slides. A Vortex Reflex sight is a perfect fit for those models, providing quick target acquisition and fast, accurate shooting. Check out all our great products at VortexOptics.com. Hello, this is Jennifer for the Cedar Valley Hunting Preserve. We are located in the beautiful rolling hills of Spring Green, Wisconsin, just minutes from great fishing in the lower Wisconsin River. Cedar Valley offers quality hunting for upland birds, wild turkeys, and archery deer. Stop by and spend a night at our rustic lodge. Cedar Valley is a popular choice for corporate meetings, special occasions, and events, including weddings. We are open to the public seven days a week. Visit us on the web at cedarvalleypreserve.com. 
Hi, Tom Lochner, Wilderness Fishing Game in Sauk City. If you're a military veteran or youth trap and skeet shooter, Wilderness Fishing Game has great discounts to save you big. We owe a lot to our veterans and the youth are the future of our sport. Stop by and visit with our expert staff to find the right firearm from the area's biggest selection of over 1,300 firearms. If you're a veteran or youth trap and skeet shooter, you won't find bigger savings. Wilderness Fishing Game. Thank you to all our veterans from Wilderness Fishing Game in Sauk City. Here's two guys that are definitely a few worms short of a dozen. Hey, fishermen, it's time to uh, pull some slow death. If you do not know what slow death is, you need to find that out. Attach a smile blade from Max Lur. You have the deadliest presentation on the water. Wally, let's talk some fishing. Well, we're going to head up to Mercer, Wisconsin, and speak with a guide. It's Dale Anderson, a retired Dane County Sheriff. Good morning, Dale. Good morning. Morning. How's things up in the Northwoods? Well, things are looking up here. We got a nice sunny morning going, and we got a nice warming trend coming for the rest of the week. Yeah, it looks like we're finally going to start to get straightened out. Well, let's look back, Dale. How did, uh, you know, can, looking back over the years, how did spring come in up there in the north in regards to the lakes opening up, and how has it affected the fishing and uh, and so on? Yeah, we did have, uh, we got a late spring going up here. Um the ice went off about eight days before last year, actually, but it's been it stayed cold the whole month of May, and uh, we're I'd say we're ten days behind where we've been at wow. the norm. Have you been catching some walleyes out there? Yep, yep. We we've been doing good since opener. Um, I had a trip yesterday where we did well, and we, we're getting into some big jumbo perch now too. We got a batch of those. So, what bodies of water do you uh, guide on, Dale? Well, primarily the, the turtle flambeau flowage, which is a, a big piece yeah. of water up here in the Iron County area. It's kind of our gem of the Northwoods. Yeah. And, uh, beautiful. It's like Canada. There's very, very limited uh, building on it. and just So are any of the fish close to spawn or where are they at according to spawn? Because we're actually running a little behind down here, too. And, you know, the crappie's yeah. been coming in and out. And what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the walleye and muskie are done, but uh, the crappies, just last night when I came off the water, um, the water temps were hitting 63, so it's just for the first time this year. In the next couple of days, they'll be they'll be coming in shallow, and it's going to pop right down. Yeah. Now, yeah. I understand you're going to be guiding for some muskies now with a retired deputy and his son? Yep, they actually showed up about 10 o'clock last night, and we're going to hit the water about noon and run it till dark today. Uh-huh. Wait for those water temps to warm up a little? Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, try to get one in the bag. We were out opening day and uh, put one in the net and uh, lost another one on a figure eight. But uh, So that's the only musky trip so far, but I got four in a row going the rest of the week. Well, you know, Dale, Wally and I were talking, you know, people go out fishing in the morning and fish prime areas, whether it's musky, bass, whatever, but sometimes... You just need to either wait or go back to that same spot in the afternoon because those bays will warm up three to five degrees with the sun out, and those fish are there, but you just need to fish them when that water temp is heating up. That that's very that's exactly what I'm doing, and right now I'm also targeting the the smaller, shallower stained lakes that do heat up the quickest. Good idea. Now you mentioned jumbo perch. What's the technique that you're using? Um. Yesterday we got them slip bobbering in some deep wood out on the flowage, 15 to, to 17 feet, and uh, 
just kind of drifting around. We're jigging with, with the Invasion jig and picking up some nice walleye doing that, too. Mention that Invasion jig because we sell them at the shop, but what's that all about? Well, it's a it's a weedless jig. It's got a brush guard on it, and it's designed specifically for, you know, heavy wooded areas like our flowage, which is basically a giant flooded woods. Um, you can throw it in the stumps, and that's where all the fish are on the flowages. They're all around wood. So if you didn't have that brush guard, you'd probably be breaking off every cast or every other. But with this jig, you're able to effectively work the wood and uh, pull those fish out of them. Well, good tip. Dale, got about a minute, minute and a half left. But electronics, uh, in the spring, in short, can you kind of tell us, do you search for those fish with your electronics with side imaging and then fish them, or how do you go about it? Uh, actually, well, in the spring, everything's pretty shallow. They're just now starting to come out deeper. But okay. there's just some... Um, I use my side imaging up here more to find structure. Okay. Um, like we have a lot of cribs. We have a lot of big stumps. And once we find that structure and you mark it, there's, it's good fishing on them. Hey, Dale, could you give your uh, website and uh, phone number so people could contact you for a guide trip? Sure. My phone number is um, area code 608-852-0245. And if you want to take a look at my, my guide service, what I offer, what I charge, et cetera, um, I have a website at www.mercermuskiesandmore.com. Okay, so Dale, you uh, you guide uh, all through the fall, and you're on the flowage, and uh, people vacationing in that area, they can just give you a holler. Absolutely. Okay, have a great day, Dale. Thanks for joining hey. us, Dale. Hey, folks, you're Thanks, listening guys. to you bet, Dale. Thanks. Hey, folks, you're listening to Ultimate Outdoors Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, folks. Catch us over on Facebook. We just posted up some great stories. Here's two guys that are definitely a few worms short of a dozen. Hey, welcome back, folks. This segment brought to you by the Wilderness Fish and Game Store in beautiful Sauk City, Wisconsin. If you're interested in a handgun for target shooting or home defense, contact the Wilderness Fish and Game Store and check out their huge selection. Captain, who's coming on also, board next? Also, Wally, I want to mention you've got uh, a great selection for women, not, not just the guys up there, and it seems to be uh, more and more women jumping into self-protection. Hey, we're going to talk fishing. We're going to talk fishing up on Green Bay. Big smallmouth. Tom Lochner's joining us from Wilderness Fish and Game. Tom just returned from a tournament up there. And, uh, Wally, I think we have to put Green Bay at the top of the list in the U.S. for giant smallmouths. Well, Tom, tell us about your experience. You were on Green Bay. Let's talk about how a guy uh, dissects that water and you, and you start looking for these giants. Yeah, you know, one thing that always comes to mind, and it seems really basic, but if you don't live up there, if you don't fish it a lot, stop in at the tackle shops, call a guide, Um you know, th that body of water being so big and with all the currents and water temperature shifts, the bite can change literally daily and hourly. So just because your buddy went out and caught a bunch yesterday, you could go to that spot and there won't be a fish for a quarter mile. Um, so don't be shy to look for a little local advice. Um, but then it really just comes down to reading the wind, um, reading the currents, driving around, look for water temps. If the water temp is three degrees, cooler than another area don't bother fishing that colder spot 
Tom, you texted me a photo. You had a giant uh, 6.82 smallmouth. What an amazing fish. What was the technique used, and what type of tackle to catch a fish like that? You know, that bait wasn't anything special. That was just a, a little green pumpkin tube, um, so there's no secret there. But the tackle can get pretty specific. Um, it's all very light line. That was on 8-pound braid uh, to an 8-pound fluorocarbon leader. Um, you know, it's as clear as that water is, as old as that fish are on that big body of water, and as highly pressured as it can be, um, you really have to go pretty finesse with your presentation. Well, Tom, you know, whether you're fishing walleyes or bass or whatever on that body of water, for people that don't know, you can actually go to the Great Lakes and search Great Lakes currents and water temp. And it's really interesting because once you do that, depending on where the wind blows, you will see on that Green Bay body of water on any given day, probably five to six different current changes and it might be the middle of the lake where the current changes or where the temperature changes, depending on which the which way the wind blows. So go to Great Lakes Current Maps, do a search, because that really dissects that body of water. Look for the warmest water, because sometimes half the lake is has just gotten colder in hell from north winds. Yeah, it can go void really quick. Um, one other key for us was capitalize on the bite windows. You know, the smallmouth are super nomadic. So we went in with the strategy, and it paid off big time that don't waste time. You know, if your buddy catches one and you look down and you got a nick in your leader, don't stop to retie it. Keep multiple rods rigged up and ready. So you can drop that rod, and that paid off for me. Uh, I netted a four-and-a-half-pounder for Eric, saw that my leader was all frayed up. I threw that rod in the bottom of the boat, fired out the exact same tube on a different rod, and went back-to-back-to-back with, I think, a 5.4 and then a couple little over four pounds. But if I'd have stopped and retied for 60 seconds, there's three fish that were all big upgrades in that tournament and uh, probably jumped us up 20 to 25 spots just with those three fish. When we talked earlier, Tom, one of the keys is your bow mount trolling motor to hold you in position. Yep. What do you recommend there? You know, it's in the windy conditions that we had, having spot lock on your trolling motor was immense. Um you know, there are plenty of guys who didn't have that. And by spot lock, if you're not familiar with it, the there's a GPS integrated into your trolling motor, so you can hit a button, and it will hold you within a three-foot radius of that one spot. So what that means is you can go fish from the back of the boat, where in windy conditions where you've got three, four, five-foot waves, you're at the back of the boat where you're just bobbing up and down a foot versus being at the front where you're maybe going up and down plus or minus six feet. Um, so it gets physically exhausting <laughs> standing at the bow. Fun. <laughs> um, well, well, and Tom, you know, you talk about spot lock and people uh, that are built or putting together a new boat. You know, the thing is, you always have to max out your power. Yes, you might have to add a battery to your boat, but you've got to max out the length of that trolling motor. You got to max out the power, whether it's going to eighty. Absolutely. I actually have a hundred and twelve pound thrust on my sixteen foot fishing boat, and the reason for that is I can be on the Mississippi and handle any wing dam current. So always max that out. You add some weight of a battery, but uh, if, you, if you're if you lost for power, you can't fish. Right, yeah, you won't regret that small investment. How about like side imaging? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty big for us. Um, and 360 imaging on my hummingbird units is key to be able to look at how it's laid out and quickly dissect on a rock structure or even a brake line on your... Uh, on your map, it might just look like a straight line, but if you use side imaging or 360 imaging, you'll see the small little pockets or points that will congregate fish. And on those nomadic smallmouth, 
maybe they're moving up and down a break, but if it means that they pause at a spot for a few minutes, then that's where you've got the chance to catch them. So, Tom, what's the, we need to let you get, but the time frame for people that might want to go up, whether it's this year, when do these fish start heading shallow, and does that last right through the fall where they could book a guide trip? It lasts a long time. You know, fish are, I talked to uh, Jeff Weatherwax, who runs Tight Lines Charters, a buddy of mine up there uh, last night, and uh, he said fish are just starting to move up to spawn, but from now until July, you know, you can... The spawn just keeps progressing north. You can go up into Fish Creek, Sister Bay, Egg Harbor, and you'll keep catching pre-spawn fish and fish on beds all the way through 4th of July. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining us, and good luck out on the water. Thanks, guys. Stay with us, folks. You're on board with Ultimate Outdoors Radio. We'll be right back. From 99 degrees above to 25 degrees below, a little weather isn't stopping these guys. This is Ultimate Outdoors Radio. Hey, welcome back, folks. Hey, we hope you're all having a great day. You know, people do some incredibly stupid things outside, and now it's time. Now it's time for the Ultimate Dumbass Segment. This segment is brought to you by Grandpa Ray Outdoors. If you need to learn more about using food plots to track deer and other wildlife to your land, go to GrandpaRayOutdoors.com and click on, and you'll learn a bunch. Hey, on this week's uh, UDA, we are heading down to Florida. Well, this could be a kind of a strange story, but this is what they wrote. Nine guys were convicted of illegal baiting of black bears along with molestation. <laughs> <laughs> molestation of what I, I don't know but that's how it was written so that's all i can say i'm not going any farther on that subject i wouldn't want to molest a bear that that could hurt <laughs> <laughs> you know they bite well you know there's a lot of strange things happening out there so we will see time for our spring valley kennel field report hey if you i have a young dog maybe and you wanted to learn some obedience Contact Sean or Linda Timmons at the Spring Valley Kennel out in Blue Mounds. They offer a 10-day boot camp, which you go along, and they train you how to train your dog, the basic obedience, and it'll change your dog's life because they're willing to learn. They just need some education, Captain. Hey, folks, in regard to Wisconsin elk, if you did not apply for your uh, 2019 elk tag, you are out of luck. And I appreciate that you didn't apply because my odds just got better. <laughs> well, you know, Wally, some people are so negative towards this Wisconsin elk reintroduction. And it's like the thing, majority of it has been privately funded. And now all this money that's generated through tags goes towards that. But between the Elk Foundation, and I know it for a fact because I was on the fundraising committee when this first launched. And we had uh, the first fundraising uh, event at the Governor's Mansion in Madison. And from there on in, it was private donations. So, yes, there's been some government money spent, but uh, it's it's good. So uh, hopefully, uh, someone we know will uh, will uh, get one of those tags, and we can follow along with them. But otherwise, Wally, the hot news is wolves. Wolves are killing everything. So, a couple of stories out there, and this one I I don't remember if it was northern Wisconsin or Canada, but. A guy was out walking in the uh, woods with his dog, Wally, and he was just out for a walk, but he carried an axe. Two wolves charged his dog and had him by the hindquarters. So this guy was in the middle of it with the two wolves trying to hit him with his axe, and obviously the axe flew out of his hand. So here the guy jumps on top of his dog and and uses his boots to fend off the uh, 
wolves and the wolves left. But, you know, we're just hearing more and more wolf stuff. I hear they just killed 39 sheep up in northern Wisconsin also. That was on our Facebook, I believe. Yeah. And, Captain, I don't know if I showed you on my phone, a fellow from Portage, Wisconsin, just north of here, had a picture on his uh, wild game cam of a giant wolf chasing a deer. And that deer's eyes were as big as saucers. It was trying to get the heck out of there. But it was well, a very mature wolf, probably, you know, the 120-pound range. That's why you see these deer head for the rivers and lakes and jump in, in the water. But also, speaking of wolves, bull number Wisconsin, we're talking Wisconsin elk. Bull number 178 was taken down by wolves. Now, if you didn't know this, bull number 178 was actually the son of cow number 13 that just died. She was 25 years old. She was in that butternut area. But uh, old bull number 178 was kind of an ornery guy. He had already killed two other bulls in his lifetime. But uh, if uh, head over to Outdoor News, they do have a picture up there. I posted it on Facebook. But uh, talk about the mass of this rack uh, would score very high in the in the books. But uh, you talk about the quality of Wisconsin elk. I mean, someone's going to be killing some trophies up there. But uh, they found this on a private uh, private property, basically because the collar, you know, no longer did a ping. It was motionless, so they figured that the the elk was down and uh, and they uh, after examining the site, they determined it was wolves. So. Wally, and also the wolves in Colorado, they have, a, I posted, they have a Stop the Wolf Coalition. They're trying to do a forced reintroduction to the state of Colorado. And people, instead of commenting that they should just shovel, shoot, and however that SSS means, you need to... Shoot, shovel, and shut up. Yeah, you need to become involved. Join that Stop the Wolf Coalition because the only way we can stop them is in numbers. And sportsmen need to get together instead of bitching about it, but... Uh, They've devastated these elk and mule deer populations everywhere. So What's the chance of a wolf hunting season coming to Wisconsin? Well, I don't know. I always say fire the politicians who don't vote for it. You know, that's what that's what happens. you got to go after those politicians and tell them, if you're not supporting predator hunting, we're voting you out of office. That's the only way you can do it. Good idea. So, Thanks for listening, folks. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. Hopefully uh, pass some information. Have a great Saturday morning. See you next Saturday morning, 8 o'clock sharp. And catch us worldwide on iHeartRadio. Well, that's another show on the stringer. We'll see you around the campfire. Don't forget to catch us on the net at ultimateoutdoorsradio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.